Welcome to This Is Where the Magic Happens. I'm Angela Lovell. I'm a psychic, an empath, a master 11, and a cat mama looking for a dog daddy. <laughs> cat mama looking for a, a, a dog daddy, not a daddy yep. dog. That's um, nope, nope. Which is different. It, New hi, my name is Ryan. Um, I am a stand up comedian, paranormal investigator, experiencer of all things strange and, uh, you know, mystical. Um, so we uh, are happy. We're using the internet magic again on this one to magic chat with each other. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking that there's, well, we have a, a topic that is, you know, clearly not my domain, to say the least, um, uh, today that we're going to be covering. Well, I mean, I'm sure you've had an experience or two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely have. I and, mean, you know, it is interesting because I think my experiences, they, they range like the whole gamut. But um, it's interesting be, about the, the aspect that I find interesting anyway is the the shame that can be attached. And not all women yeah. that I've had experiences with have that shame. But it's there have been, you know, a few women who have felt very shameful about it. And I've always been kind of like, why, you know, please do not. But, yeah. um, but that goes way back and we can talk a little bit about the history as well. Cause I've been reading up on that a little bit, but, uh, basically, um, tell us what we're going to be talking about today. Well, I, I became a woman again for, I don't know what time in my life. I was, I was suppressing my period for many, many, many years, uh, with birth control, with the birth control pill. And, uh, Sarah, our shaman and I did a lot of work cause I tried to go off of it before and just bled incessantly. And I talked about this on the podcast and, um, people reached out and told me herbal stuff. You know, what's crazy. I made, um, friends with this other psychic Aslan who uh, did a lot of work with Sarah and we did readings at the girl boss rally and Aslan actually reached out to me after we hung out all day and fell in friend love. And she said, they've been screaming at me for you to take this. And it's myo install. It's this herbal thing for uh, woman parts and you take four a day and I hadn't had a period. Like I went off the pill months ago and I had like withdrawal bleeding and then I had a real weird gross thing that I will probably talk about that was not a period but was fluid coming out of my vagina. A new fluid I might add. Um, super exciting stuff. Very scary for a minute. Um, but then I thought, oh my God, am I never going to have a period again? And Aslan sent me this screenshot. And what was crazy is it was uh, an herbal thing that I had in it, like in my cart on Amazon devil. Don't buy from them. I I'm trying to stop. And, um, I bought it and I started taking it, I guess maybe like a week or two. I, I'm not sure it was, it was not very long, but, um, I got a period and it was a real period. Um, so I just had my first real period in years and I, and keep in mind, like I've been having like a lot of psychic awakening and doing a lot of magic and holy shit, I feel so bad for all the men practicing magic that you don't get to do magic while you're menstruating. And I, I mean, <laughs> it was, I, I didn't leave the house when you're menstruating. It's like this magnificent uh, manifestation period, which I also didn't know about. I, oh God, I have cats, um, jumping all over everything right now. Um, but I 
stayed inside and I hunkered down and I, I did this before recently where I like manifested, manifested, stayed close to home and all my tools and everything. I don't know exactly what I just manifested on this period, but I did make a protection jar, a witch jar. And I really want to talk about that today. Um, and men can make them too. It's just not going to be as good unless, I don't know, you bleed out of your dick a little bit, which I don't recommend. We're not doctors. Don't do that. Um, but it was, it was seriously like, I, I, Sarah kept telling me that I was only half the psychic that I could be by being on birth control. And damn, was she right since my period. I, and since that like, uh, lunar eclipse and then the latest full moon, my sleep schedule is fucked. I cannot go to sleep at night. I'm all regenerated from the moon. And I feel like I'm like moon worshiping right now. And I got this protection jar still in my house that I'm just kind of like feeding with now that I'm out of blood. What else was crazy? I got my period right uh, before the full moon. And I was very lucky. I bled exactly five days, put 100% of my period into a jar, <laughs> felt like a serial killer. It was very strange. And I kept hiding it. And I was reluctant to have people over because just knowing I have a jar of my fluids in the house makes me feel a little weird. Now I'm totally empowered by it because we've been spending some time together for at least a week. But, um, I, uh, I, I did the calculations and I was like, oh, my period will end on the full moon, which is like banishing time. So it did. And it, it didn't like just peter out or whatever. It straight up ended with the moon, not any spotting or anything, which is really rare for me, honestly. Um, but it was crazy. It was like I understood now why Sarah was because I didn't want to go off the pill. But I understand now having experienced both sides of it. Um, I'm, I, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but I want to like get groups of women bleeding at the same time to cast spells to heal the world. Cause I really think a bunch of menstruating women can do that. Also, historically speaking, when we're on our periods is when we're the scariest to men, like culturally, well, not all, not all groups. There are plenty <laughs> who were like, get those women doing, get those women doing shit. Cause they're bleeding and they're super powerful goddesses at the moment. Well, but, the old um, hack, the old hack joke on that in like comedy has always <laughs> been like, I don't trust anything that can bleed for five days yep. and doesn't die. Yep. You know, uh, so that was like that's like the men fear, uh, you know, that goes along with that, like in the hack comedy world. But it, it does make sense. It, I, it makes me want to ask you before I forget, like, because if I'm not mistaken, and obviously I don't have an intimate knowledge of it because it's never something I've thought that I had to prepare for. But when it comes to menopause, that's is that's the end of menstruation or menstruation. Correct. Yeah. So are you. So what I'm thinking is like if. If I'm a woman out there and I know I'm, you know, and I'm a witch, I'm going to be like saving all of my blood. Jars for, of blood. Yeah, yeah, because if you want to be using it, you know, later after menopause comes, that doesn't, although I, I hesitate to think oh. that a, an, a, an older witch who no longer has her cycle is less powerful. I think that there's something else you tap into after menopause. I really do. I mean, I, I that's something to explore for sure. But you better believe all the blood that comes out of me until the day it stops is going into magic. I mean, I'm not wasting a drop of it down the sink. I use <laughs> a cup. I use one of those um, little tiny cervix sticks onto your cervix and then you pull it out and it, it's full of whatever came out is of that you. Is a diva cup? 
Um, it's not a diva cup. I think mine might be a Luna. It took me a minute to find one that I couldn't feel inside of me. Holy crap. And you know what's really fun about this? When you shove it on in there and then um, – you feel when it, when it like moves into place and it finally suctions onto your cervix, it's the stress. I'm like, I'm like, that must be what baby's kicking feels like. Like it is a, it's suction <laughs> on your cervix, something sucking literally on your cervix. But I, I gotta say like this, I, as I was reading about this, um, don't come into my house, anybody, because I'm rubbing my fucking menstrual blood. You know what, though? Just on my wait, own. Wait, wait, wait. What was going to be the rest of that sentence? I'm rubbing my menstrual blood on everything. But <laughs> okay, I thought that's I'm what I thought. Was like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am going to go outside and draw sigils all over my apartment building and my blood, and I don't give a fuck about that. I'm doing it late at night, so there's that. I'm doing a lot of weird shit late at night right now. But I had people come over and pick up stuff on my altar and like turn it around and look at it. And that is not what you do. Like, would you go into a Buddhist temple and pick up shit on altars and examine it and put it back down? Like, I don't understand this. I should say one person has done this. Well, maybe two. Two people have done this in my home. And they're not very um, spiritually inclined. So it's not like they were being rude, even though they were being rude. They um, just didn't but, realize how rude they were being. Exactly. Yeah. But now I'm going to slap my period blood all over the stuff on my altar. And it will be discreet. You won't necessarily see it. You know what I mean? But um, it's going to be there. I'm going to put it on my crystal balls for scrying. I am so down with this. Um, and I was reading, okay, so here in, in, in some historic cultures, a menstruating woman was considered sacred and powerful with increased psychic abilities and strong enough to heal the sick. According to the Cherokee, menstrual blood was a source of feminine strength and had the power to destroy enemies. Now, there's been a lot of talk on different uh, witch message boards that I belong to. And uh, it's a lot of... Uh, I mean, it's like, what's the equivalent of, I, this is the equivalent of like dudes showing each other who is the bigger dick. These women are like, well, I menstruate when the new moon comes. I menstruate on the full moon, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I feel pretty smug. Nobody's, nobody's talking about the, the full moon is banishing the fact that I am losing like an egg and uterine lining on the, the full moon. I'm like winning here. I really, <laughs> I am. I mean, right it's, I, I, that is, it's really funny that like there is this kind of battle going on between, oh, yeah. you know, whose, whose period is better and when, uh, when it comes to magic, because I mean, I don't know, like the waning and the waxing of the moon and then like the full moon or the new moon to me, it seems like, you know, depending on maybe when it's happening for a person might be when that person is supposed to be having it. Like, cause it would seem yeah. pretty cool to be happening too on the new moon or even in between, like depending on like what, what, you know, what that person was really focused on, like magically you're able to affect and change. There's ways to kind of stagger or change the cycle as well. Oh, yeah. Is it not? Oh yes. Yes. I mean, you, especially like you can sync up, like I'm very happy to say one of my best friends had her period at the same time I did, which was such a weird thrill after not having it or caring. Um, and I also, um, the other day I was hanging out with Renee and we drank two bottles of wine, so I can't remember exactly what was said, but hers comes with the new moon. And she was telling me why that works for her 
And whatever it was, nah, I'm going to drink less eventually. But whatever it was, I was like, that makes perfect sense. So there is reason. There are good reasons to like bleed with the new moon. Um, but for me, this feels so perfect and right. And especially because I like to do most of my magic with the full moon. The new moon is okay, but I really feel all my stuff bubble to the surface with the full moon. And man, I got a jar of blood, bam, right on time for a full moon. That's that's amazing. That's pretty great. I mean, I'm like a new moon guy, but like, I mean, this is, I mean, obviously a little bit different, you know, with the menstruation, but like, that's when I feel like the craziest energy inside of me. Yeah. And so th- it is interesting too, because of like, it's not just the blood, um, from what the things I've been reading, uh, you know, and researching on the internet, it, it seems to be like the, the whole of the woman, uh, during this period can be magical. I mean, there's even ancient lore that, you know, if, if a woman pulls one of her hairs out while she's, uh, you know, on her cycle, like, and then puts that, you know, hair into the ground, it will become a, grow into a snake, you know? So I mean, like, so even using like the hair, uh, from your body during that time period, seems like it could be something pretty, uh, pretty powerful as well. I believe it. I, uh, I, oh, and I want to, I really want to talk too about how to make this protection jar, which there are definitely ways a man can do it. And I'm just being, I'm just being arrogant about having a vagina right now. It's rare that we can feel this way. Well, if um, a man wants to have his period, he should just eat beets. <laughs> if he eats beets, he can pretend like he's as powerful as a woman in this situation. Um, so just eat a bunch of beets for like, you know, three days uh, on the yeah. new moon or the I was staying with my brother and it was, it was a juicing phase for me. I would travel with a giant juicer in my suitcase and, um, I was, we would work out. He has this amazing gym that he built on his property. It's like Viking themed and he bought all these weird weapons that are, there's a mural of Vikings. It's some weird fucking shit, but it's, it is really cool. So we would work out together and then I'd make us juice and I was putting a lot of beets in and he's like, oh, because it tastes awful. But he's like, oh, it tastes healthy. And I said, FYI, it's going to look like you bled out of your ass later. And he comes to me the next day and he goes, man, I am so glad you warned me because I forgot. And then I saw it and I was about to call 911. <laughs> like it was, no one forgets the him. first time they've eaten beets, yes. uh, especially if they didn't realize. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I was putting a lot of beets in that juice. Um, I've always liked beets. I, I always thought they taste great. They do, and they're really good for you. I think, aren't they a prostate food? Aren't they really good for prostate? I mean, it would make sense. Uh, I mean, because of the like the actual physical result. But like, yeah, I need to eat more beets. Like, what am I doing? I'm oh, like, Ryan. I need to get, you gotta I need to get, get back on the beet. You know body. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I've been experimenting with kale. I saw a doctor recently. Ugh, I, I mean, she was great. She was honestly really phenomenal. But um, we sat and talked for a while. And she was like, yeah, you can't have gluten. And man, I knew this day would come and I'm off. I'm off the gluten. But then, and this is the hardest thing is like somebody who only wants to be vegan. I'm telling her, I'm like, yeah, but now uh, corn gave me really bad gas for a while. And she said, yeah, you can't have carby vegetables. Like you shouldn't have fruit or carb. Now, most vegetables are carby vegetables technically. So she's telling me like, broccoli, kale, cauliflower, all the things that I eat every day. I'm just bloated all the time. And I've been, I've been experimenting with other things like different 
I don't know, fennel seed, all the stuff to help me not fart all the time. But um, she's telling me all this. We were having a real good chat. And I kept seeing all these orbs around her. And I, I'm sitting there and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I am not telling a woman of science that I see orbs around her. That's going to make me feel stupid. And I keep getting, I can hear them really loudly sometimes. And they're like, tell her. And, and after we wrapped up and it's all like talk about carbs and body. And I said, uh, also, uh, do you know you have a lot of orbs around you? And she goes, what is, what does that mean? I said, orbs, you know, like spirit guides and stuff. And she goes, oh yeah, I do have a lot of those. And then she's like, well, call me if you need anything else. (laughs) It was so so awkward. That's really funny that she's like, oh, yeah, I do have I do have a lot of those. So, you know, obviously she I mean, I think, you know, like you said, like I I didn't want to tell her I see orbs because I feel stupid. But it's like I think we're entering a, a a phase now, like, a you know, hopefully like this new age where. You know, like even just because you're really into science doesn't mean you're totally shut off to everything else. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, so another thing I wanted to and tell also, you. And also tell me this. Tell me this and be you're you're always honest. OK, but like, <laughs> but be totally honest here. Like, OK, isn't there honest. part of you that gets a kick out of saying that to a doctor? Well, Come on, like you, like I'm gonna tell this doctor they got orbs. Like that's fun to. I mean, I, I, yeah, I have I fun like when those moments happen. It, it was, it, like it, there was in the aftermath. I felt pretty cool, but in the moment, like, like yeah, I fucking saw your orbs. But when I told her, I really didn't want to, cause you know, like how people who <laughs> so funny i'm just like <laughs> i'm just imagining like somebody being like what are you looking at i'm looking at your orbs dude yeah like I'm not looking at you i'm looking at your orb <laughs> look away um it was funny too it was like gonna tell you oh this i thought okay so this is something did you know that an atheist or agnostic doctor it's a super high percentage they're more likely to keep you alive than a doctor who believes in an afterlife or heaven Oh, because they like, oh, well, this person's going to be okay because they're going to yeah. go to heaven. Yeah, which I, I feel like is kind of like, is that why I'm dicking around a lot in my lifetime? Because I'm like, man, I mean, I, 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 nobody ever feels like they're doing enough. But I'm like, man, if I really believed this was the only one, I'd be getting so much more shit done. Yeah, well, no, for night. sure, for sure. And I would be harder on myself for the mistakes I've been making. Yeah, uh, well, that too. You so, know, but I mean, part of it is kind of a cop out. Like, well, I guess I'm just supposed to keep learning this lesson this life. But that's not. I can't. <laughs> you know, I can't lean into that too much. But um, I do think that you know, knowing that there are more to come, or at least believing that, you know, um, yeah. is it's free. There's freedom there to like enjoy the moment because if we don't, if we think that this is the only life that we've got, now we're trying to cram as much into it as humanly possible and maybe a very reckless way. Oh yeah. I like that. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to put pressure on myself. Also, I'm just kind of going with the flow a lot lately and no pun intended on this. uh, (laughs) Oh, there's the episode title. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great episode. I want you to like have so many jars of your, your blood that like you bury them somewhere and then like you can find them in your next life. (laughs) 
Um, that's a great idea. This one I'm definitely bearing. And here's a fun thing. A lot of, so the, uh, the witch community is a little divided on this too. And this, it's like, there is no right or wrong. I have lots of fun books on witchcraft, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do whatever the fuck feels right to me, which is how it should be. You know what I mean? Um, I, uh, okay. So here, stop it mouse. God, all these, I can't hear, I can't hear any of this. So don't worry about it. I don't know what's going on in here. Um, oh, I have a new theory, too. I was just walking the dogs, and we ran into a distant cousin, um, Pomeranian Mix. And it was Oh, I a, thought you meant uh, like one of your distant cousins. Uh, no, I hope not. But um, <laughs> but we run into this Pomeranian Mix, and we're having a great time. We're all talking, and they're freaking out. They're like, how old are your dogs? My dogs are 12 and 14, and they look good. They have their rough days, you know, like everybody else, but their eyes are really clear. And I don't know if I've talked about this. I've talked about like how I feel that I'm aging really well because I'm indigo. But I have a new theory about the fae because I I do see this in my dogs. I'm looking at one right now. She's beautiful. Her eyes are very clear. She can't they like even last night we walked to Cineholic because we eat a lot of sugar now late at night. Don't know why I'm not sleeping. And on the way back, the dogs are like little rodeo clowns they're just jumping around and everybody's laughing and taking pictures of them and they're they have all kinds of little tricks they pull out that are adorable and they run up the stairs and they're jumping up and down and it's like it looks like they're in no pain which one of them has really bad hip dysplasia they're both on glucosamine and we get inside and I'm like why are they so youthful they're still so freaking youthful and I realized it's probably the fae because that is how it works like the Fae are these weird little children forever, and these dogs have been with the Fae for who knows how long. I don't really know how long I've had them. Probably, probably a lifetime, but I mean at least at least the last five years. So now my new theory is you want to attract fairies so that you don't age and your hips don't hurt. Oh, okay, so instead of buying face cream, you need to get fairies. Yep. Yeah. Fae cream. Just don't apply the fairies to your face. Don't rub fairies into your face. They are not going to like that. I think this is a good plan. Also, though, I read the thing about them not liking meat, which I'm big into, and I think is absolutely true. A new theory I'm into is the them hating meat because, like, I mean, I've always felt a reaction that's mine, too, but um, since I've started paying attention to, like, like I, I started singing again, which um, I kind of stopped for a minute. Not really sure why, but all the little things that I can feel them react to now that it, like it, it's just choosing to tap into something. But the meat thing is huge. And I would say to people like meat ages you for sure. But also all the vegans I know aren't aging. And I wonder if the vegans, vegetarians aren't aging because, you know, for starters, they're not eating meat. But also maybe because they're attracting Fay, which is very interesting. I think people who have successfully attracted Fay and are still eating animal products, they're probably the Fay are probably just in your garden. Like they're probably outside. But wouldn't it be great to get them all up in your bedroom when you're sleeping and making you youthful forever? I'm just saying, maybe give up animal products. Who cares? Yeah, I mean that it, it's great. I, I do like that idea. I also think that it's it's great to age. And that, you know, it's one thing to like be pain free and feel yes. youthful in that way. It's another thing to have this idea of smooth skin, which uh, is total bullshit. Yeah, that, that there's which, no way to uh, do know, it. 
well, the idea that youthful is only beautiful is is such a brainwashing yes. thing that we've all bought into that you know so you know if you want your fairies to like you know keep you youthful maybe you know joint pain would be even better than you know because you're saying your your dog with the hip dysplasia yeah. bouncing around like to me that's like paramount i mean obviously i mean yeah. obviously it's a man's perspective too i haven't been judged in the same way women have in our society but the the idea that you know you have to be young to stay young and beautiful forever is you know it's a real crime against you know our you know just our our internal happiness agreed hey here's something fun my cat feeder just went off can you hear it it there, there okay i have this cat feeder you can record your voice calling to the cats and I forget to tell people when they're over here. And when it goes off, it does sound very eerie because I'm in a high-pitched voice talking to the cats on the feeder. But um, it's always a good time. And they know they have little in- internal clocks. Um, that was something, too, I was going to talk about is the internal clock I've noticed. I'm waking up a minute. Well, okay, not that I'm setting an alarm. But my whole life, I've always been able to wake up like a minute before my alarm goes off, which I think a lot of people do. What the hell is that? You, you don't. We don't really have a clock inside of our brain. That's fucking intuition as well. That's also maybe just coming <laughs> back to your body. Like maybe you do have a clock when you're when you're astral projecting, and then you get back in your body in time to wake up. I don't know what happens if you're far away from your body when your alarm goes off. But I was thinking about that too recently. Oh, Ryan, we have to talk about Midsummer, and I have more stuff to talk about. We can't talk uh, about period. that because I haven't seen it yet. I have to tell you though. I won't tell you anything. You I'm cannot tell twice. me anything with these spoilers. You know how I am because I loved uh, Vitch, and you know Which I one? just can't have. You love what? The, the witch. The oh the witch yeah. Which was the first movie or was the last movie that this filmmaker made, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So it's like, and, but and it's they two did V's. Hereditary. It's two V's. It's oh no, Hereditary. You're right. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Who but did a Hereditary. The witch? messed me up so badly. Oh, um, me too. I saw that in the theater twice. I'm going to see Midsummer probably this week for the second time. We do, we will talk about that, but like, I just don't want you to like have any spoilers. I mean, cause no, it's, no, I just want to tell you this really funny story. No spoilers, no spoilers. There are two moments in the movie. Like the movie has some of the most fucked up shit. I mean, you saw hereditary. It's going to be like that. Um, it's going to be real fucking graphic and so fun. So fun. But there's this moment, like there were so many moments where a reaction is warranted, but there was this woman in the theater sitting next to us who kept saying, oh my God, at the dumbest stuff, like stuff that was not scary. There's a, there's a moment where they're just like giving the girls this weird mashed up tea that looks like ginger root, maybe mint. And they're pouring it in these glasses with a ladle. And I mean, it doesn't look delicious but it does look like something that you might have at like a full moon gathering or something and this woman kept exclaiming and she they, they pour the tea and she goes oh my god and all i start i get this giggling fit and then my friend nicole gets the giggling fit and the stranger next to me we had the best giggling fit during midsummer which i feel like is a movie for women for starters every 100 of women who date men Will be well. You know what? I would men who date men. I'm not saying this is a this. I don't want this episode to get anti-man. You know how I feel about men. Love them. Looking for a great dog daddy. However, this is like a a movie for for women who are gaslighted 
this was this is and, and this is all beginning stuff you'll see with the boyfriend but it is so much fun i feel like watching it kind of um like undid gaslighting that i've suffered i feel like a lot of people will feel that way but ryan you got to go see it soon before somebody ruins it like well, i i will just probably did. see it at some point i don't know how soon i'm still not able to this is going to sound you know might sound crazy to people i still can't even consider watching a scary movie right now i just don't want to be scared Aww. i'm not i'm not i'm not in the the frame of mind to to be scared Enjoy fear. So, since um yeah. my last experience so like i'm just not in that frame of mind like I, I, at all you know what's funny um renee actually said to me because we were talking about i still haven't sold the trailer and we were talking about taking the trailer to joshua tree or something and i said something about like security or whatever and she goes oh i'm not afraid of anything and i was like I'm not afraid of anything either. And it was this really beautiful moment, especially as women We're we are raised to be fearful and terrified. I do lock doors behind me. The moment I'm in my, my truck, the moment I'm in my apartment, cause you know, creeps are everywhere. But like after my divorce, my second divorce, I was so terrorized by that motherfucker. I was terrorized i had so i had people coming to my house like these big scary dudes neck tattoos threatening my pets all my neighbors were like banding together and 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 being protective of me it was really beautiful but my mantra became you can piss me off but you can't scare me and then and it was true then that a few months later i go do all the halloween stuff here i went to um the warner brothers Thing that they do, which is kind of like Halloween Horror Nights that Universal does, but better. I went to that. I went to Halloween Horror Nights and I went with like two different guys. <laughs> I went with two different guys and they were screaming and scared and jumping and like kind of needed a drink and nothing scared me. It was all fun and some of it was like beautiful. But they did some really cool stuff at Universal especially. Well, beautiful stuff. The scarier stuff was Warner Brothers. But I wasn't afraid at all. I wasn't afraid of anything. And I used to go to these haunted houses and stuff and be terrified. And I will say I was scared recently in England. I was I was more rattled than scared when I thought those children were going to latch around my body, all those little ghost children. But um not not afraid. Like I went in there and turned on the coffee maker and I talked to them. I talked to, I talked myself through it. But I'm I'm not afraid of anything anymore. And this is also maybe because it's like, well, if I die, I just come right back, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I definitely don't have the fear of death necessarily, but I I don't I do have the fear of not being able to do all the things I still want to do in my life. So yeah. like I, I don't I, want to die, but I am afraid of dying. Like last night I went out to I had to go to my car like late at night to get something out of the trunk and it was dead quiet. Um and all of a sudden, like the neighbors outside, like air conditioning unit kicked on, like kind of right next to me. Yeah. Like, and it's kind of like a wooded area where I am right now. And so uh, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go outside. You know, it's fine. I'll be fine. And there's nobody here except me. So I go out there and I'm in the trunk and then it kicked on. But like two weeks ago, it would have really scared the hell out of me. But last night it, it startled me, you know, but yeah. it, it, it was still well, like... It was a reminder that I'm not quite back to, yeah. you know, where I was previously. You're traumatized. I mean, I I for sure was traumatized 
and then I got on the other side of it. But man, you what you went through because I listened to that episode. I think I told you of um, Boogie Monster, and man, I was up till that was kind of like the start of my late nights. I couldn't go to sleep till the sun came up. I hearing you tell that story did rattle me, and I was scared on your behalf. But at the same time, I I want to go there. Yeah, I've been asked to go back, actually, about four days ago. I got a phone call to go back. Are and, you going to go back? Um, I, I haven't decided. Right now, the answer is no. But um, the, uh, the, and the main reason the answer is no right now is because Carolyn won't be there, the woman who lives there. Oh. And she's like, you know, the super powerful witch yeah. who's got that place on lockdown. And so if she's not there, I just don't know if I no. uh, feel safe at all. Even when if, you, you know. Yeah. When you told me, I didn't, I don't. I really don't see you ever going back. Um, I know I will go back just because like multiple, this is the crazy thing about like the universe and you know, all these synchronicities and things like I did literally two different tarot readings. The first two tarot readings I did after the, uh, after the experience, both of them strongly indicated me going back into nature immediately. And one of them was like the Ascended Masters deck, and I got the Green Man card for the present, meaning I had to be back Whoa. out in nature to where my yeah. joy and happiness was. You pulled the nature and, card from that little deck over here, remember? That exactly. weird little Hermides deck? Yeah, and uh, that's like when I'm – so like I'll get these cards, and I, like, I'll, I'll just like – when I see the card – this happened to me a couple times where when the Green Man card showed up, I was like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I just yelled, fuck off, right when I saw it. Um, but like <laughs> – but the reason, you know, is because I know – I know – um, that I have to, and I will eventually, but, um, and it's actually a lot of my meditation practice and my magic has been focused on that, uh, recently as well, trying to really, that's why I really need to get to the ocean. Cause I need to get to the biggest source of the magical water right. and really, you know, really charge up. But, um, yeah, the, yeah. uh, yeah, so I mean, like that's gonna be that's gonna be something for in the future. But like, because there were some other crazy things that like there was I, I really confronted fear just a few days ago in in something. But we can talk about that later because I want to get back to like the you know the men the menstruating thing. But you know um, oh, go ahead. Well, can men? I want to know about men being able to use women's blood in their uh, for their magical practice. If that is something that is even really you know, doable or not. I am going to go down a sex magic rabbit hole here. I got to brush up because I'm doing Midsummer Scream August 3rd. Everybody should come see that and come to the gala because I'm doing readings. But um, I got to brush up because I have kind of accidentally used menstrual blood a couple times. Uh, recently, I most don't, recently. I don't. I just don't believe that it's an accident. Just by the way you said that. By the way you said that. There's like, I accidentally. Well, I was taking um, a couple months or last year I was on, I started taking these other herbal things. I was taking dim and something else. I think maybe the thing I'm taking now, but I think the dim is what made me bleed. And I was still on the pill, but I started bleeding for like a month. I took one pill and just wouldn't stop bleeding, but it also was not menstrual blood. It was probably a little bit of menstrual blood because what else is it? My uterus is dying. I doubt it, but I was bleeding for a month. And, um, the guy I was dating who, um, was dating many other people. Apparently I've later learned, uh, he went down on me and, I noticed later like a bunch of blood on the comforter 
And I was like, yeah, he ate my menstrual blood. <laughs> it was such a, and, and then I was like, I wonder if he noticed because <laughs> the lights were on. Um, but if he did, he didn't care. And then I was like, good luck ever stop stopping loving me or what I mean. I mean, cause it menstrual blood, when a man consumes your menstrual blood, he gets a little wacky. And does and it need I, to be intention behind it though? Like uh, no, on, on your behalf? I when, mean, no, there should be, if you really, I mean, I am not into manipulative magic. I personally, don't get me wrong. I'm sure I'm going to do it in, in the future. Again, I have Wait done- a second. Wait, we can get to that in a minute, but okay. Keep going. Keep going. But, but, um, I have this beautiful poison ring that my old dear friend, Katie, my, my, like one of my first witches who taught me how to read tarot and everything. Um, she gave to me and it has, I, I haven't used it, but you put the idea is you put your menstrual blood in it and it is a straight up poison ring, like from game of Thrones or maybe a real thing. That's not maybe, maybe historically, uh, triggered triggering. Why am I using that word? Um, okay. So I have thought about this because it worked so well for many women I know where they just kind of slipped some menstrual blood into a guy's drink. And how about that? How about it? It's so scary for women. <laughs> stuff slipped in our drink. Guess what, motherfuckers? You might be drinking our blood. And how then about it, you're dude? Gonna get, how about yeah, it? Yeah, how about it? The tables have turned. Well, and then you're going to get all fucking crazy over us for maybe just a minute, unless we keep slipping our blood to you. But it's effective. There's so much stuff you can do with your menstrual blood. Um, okay, wait. Should we go through all that? Because I have a... Well, real- I wonder. I'm just trying to think in my mind now if I've ever been slipped menstrual blood and didn't probably know. ryan you hang out with some freaks <laughs> and i mean that <laughs> in the best way <laughs> i'm sure you have 100 you've had menstrual blood slipped to you huh yeah i'm like i'm like i'm now i'm like cycling through i know for there's one there's one woman specifically that i'm just like there's no way she didn't yeah um but that was years ago but okay so well the interesting thing about this too is like there's the there's the debate on, you know, all over the Internet about whether or not, you know, it's, you know, unethical for a witch to do this. And, you know, some some will say that, no, I do this, you know, to my husband, um, you know, and he, you know, he knowingly knows about it. Uh, he's aware that, you know, he's ingesting like small portions cooked into food and things like that. Yes. Then there's others who say, no, I do it. Um, you know, my husband doesn't even realize it. But yeah, guess what? I he worships me. And do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't tender at all. But <laughs> yeah, um, I actually had this. Uh, I, I used to be friends with these people. They were a couple. And uh, the guy, they, they live here in L.A., I, I think, still. Um, he works for um, somebody very, very famous, like one of the only directors everybody knows, basically, um, of horror. And um, she is like. Uh, 20 years older, maybe more than that. And this guy, he had the hots for me and we were friends. And when he'd come to New York, he'd always take me out and he'd flirt. And, and I liked the attention, but it was like, it was like, oh, well, lots of people are in a, in a, I was with somebody too. Um, he did come to New York one time 
and uh, invite me to the Four Seasons where he was staying in this massive suite, which like to see a suite at the Four Seasons already is pretty fun, pretty cool. But I was there because this director whom I have loved my whole life, my whole childhood and life was going to come back from shooting a superhero movie that day. Oh, my God. And this was crazy, too. The stunt double in this particular superhero movie or it was like it was like a superhero who who turns evil the guy who did the hot stunt double i'd had a fling with when i was working on a horror movie at universal studios i was brought in as the consultant and then i ended up writing it but um didn't even know that was just such a weird connection so i'm back at this guy's hotel room and he had just met my boyfriend that day and he starts trying to fuck me and here's what i'm thinking like for starters, I'm in a relationship and I have uh, too much Scorpio. I'm very faithful. Um, and I was, I was attracted to him, but like, I didn't give the, I didn't give anything, any reason for him to think this was going to happen. Um, I get up and leave and I'm super mad because now I don't get to meet this guy I've been obsessed with for my whole life. You know, this horror director. Um, and then that night I get a call from this dipshit who tried to fuck me and it, he, I, I, I let it go to voicemail because I thought it was going to be like a big um, sorry about that. And it was, hey, our writer's gone. We have, we're on set doing this thing and we need a new line rewritten. And I said I'd call you, um, call me back, blah, blah. So I could have maybe, maybe written a line for a major motion picture. With, I, who knows how that would have worked out. But after this, his girlfriend, who I, we always said she's a witch. She was, she, and, oh, well, okay. We knew she was a witch, but we always said she is putting constant spells on this guy. She is slipping him her menstrual blood. She's doing this and this because this guy, he wanted to fuck a lot of his friends, but he, he didn't. And he stayed with her and he was very loyal to her. Then we had this huge falling out where, I don't know, I called her out on Facebook because she was picking on somebody who's my, a cancer. Like, you know, Ryan, it's, it's hard for, especially for a cancer woman, cancers don't fight back for the most part. Like you guys don't want to fight with someone. So I was sticking up for my friend. And then this woman, I think they both dropped me. And I think she knew that he had been trying to fuck me, but I think she put a little curse on me. I really do. And I will say the impression I always got was that her, and this was just like the impression I got was she, cause she had start, she was about to start, um, menopause. And I think she was giving him a shit ton of her blood. I think that was like her biggest hold on him. <laughs> you think she was loading him up right before yes! the supply got cut off. Yes, I really, really do. It was so crazy. And I mean, I will say I was afraid of her. She was a, a she was a Scorpio too. And man, a Scorpio, witch. fuck that. You don't want to get, you don't want to piss those off. Yeah, I think um, the woman that I'm thinking that may have slipped me blood, um, and I can't be 100% sure, and and I, I don't think, um, and I don't, and I'm not like thinking about this in a negative way either. Like I'm not like I can't believe she did this. I'm just kind of like this is just kind of fun for me to think about this. It's almost <laughs> amusing, it's right? Fun to think but about it, getting menstrual blood inside yeah, of your mouth because she, because we didn't have like a, uh, it, this wasn't. You know, we didn't serious date. Um, we, you know, we remained friendly afterward. And, but she did suggest using menstrual blood during sex, um, like in a very, oh. in, in very specific ways. And I think we was, may have talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Was this before. the one who wanted to take her cup out and put blood like, on you? Yeah. The upside down cross. Yeah. And, yeah. 
that was, you know, <laughs> you know, that was, oh, I don't know, her. seven, eight years. That was like long before I had started traveling down, you know, the path. Uh, of magic. Now you'd be maybe into it. You'd be like, now I'd be like, well, maybe let's do a different let's symbol. Pentagram. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not like, uh, maybe not that symbol. Maybe like, let's do a pentagram or something. Let's do something yep. that really, like, you know, really empowers or where I feel like it, like, really, like, manifests something. Hell um, yes. But because it is, because it is fun to, th- and also doing magic with other people is something that I'm very intrigued with now because. I did a ritual recently at uh, Black Sheep Burbank. It's like an art gallery of the dark arts. Yes. Um, and my buddy Zachariah, Zachariah the Witch is what he goes Zachariah by. Zachariah the Witch is the best name ever. Yeah, and he's great. And, um, you know, we'll have to have him on here because I, I interviewed him for my other podcast. And, and so I go down there because they do something called Witchy Wednesdays. And if you're in Los Angeles, you need to go check this out. It's Witchy Wednesdays from like 1 to 5 p.m at the Black Sheep uh, Gallery. And they've got some artwork in there right now by these uh, artists called the Little Ghouls. And people who are like deep into like witchcraft and stuff and like art, they might already know who the Little Ghouls are. They're these two women who do this crazy, awesome, like dark art stuff. Anyway, um, they're they're having, actually they're on display there now. I, I, I think they just went up like, last week i've been out i'm hoping some of their pieces are still available when i get home because i'm going to buy one but um and we did like a ritual where we did all you know to we did the earth we did north south east west we did the earth and it was probably about seven of us and it was very empowering it was very cool to to like be because i've never been a part of a group ritual before and it was you could feel the juice from everybody else um, and, and like the magic really got amplified, I feel like in that situation. Um, but it's like so now I'm imagining what you group. said, like you have all these menstruating women, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just imagining like a pentagram on the ground and everyone's <laughs> menstrual blood. Like this might be a little graphic for some people listening, but I think the fact that menstruation and women's periods and, you know, the natural blood flow, like has just been like demonized for so long that, you know, it's like, um, it's so, it's almost like in comedy how, you know, a dude can talk, make dick jokes all night long. But when a woman's up there talking about her, her, her vagina, it it becomes a little like the crowds aren't as used to it, but it's exactly the same thing. Um, so I, I do think that, you know, having open conversations about it, like we are right now is, is not only beneficial, but it's needed. Um, but like, I just imagine how powerful that could be. Yeah. Like just all those women together, just, you know, that'd be pretty cool. I am right now trying to manifest a coven, which, um, obviously would be, uh, Renee and I are talking about this. I like I'm fire. She's water. I really want Aslan to be part of it. She's air. And then we just have to find, uh, an earth. And Renee knows somebody she might want to bring in. It all, it's also like, do we all feel it with each other? You know, because it's hard to find that. But man, I'm sick of being a hedge witch, which is what a witch who doesn't have a coven is called. A hedge witch. What? I didn't know that until recently. Somebody called me that and I was like, what did you call me? A <laughs> 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 hedge witch. It sounds like hedgehog, which is or hedge or hedge, uh, hedge fund has negative connotations. Yeah, I don't like any of it. I mean, I, I do like a good hedgehog. Don't get me wrong. Um, but 
I want to start a coven. And then, so Renee bleeds with the new moon. I bleed with the full moon. If we get like diverse menstruation and we're each of the four elements, like, hello, world domination. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you just have to find someone of ether. Um, of the ether? You know, you find like a, well, maybe a Takate. Oh, God, yes. Is in your yeah. coven with you. I am I am big on that. Somebody told me about Hakate visiting her recently and taking all of her energy and she she won't tell me what the she she made a deal with Hakate and I'm like, fuck this. I gotta I gotta get my altar going. I decided I'm gonna um stay in my friend's sublet and try to build my house because every time I meditate, they keep showing me my house and I was like, You guys don't want me to go to another apartment? Like you want me to just build I don't know how I'm gonna do it yet, but I think I think my big manifestation just recently was getting the house going because that land is so That's magical. That's a big one. I mean, like, I mean, we huge. should we should kind of like you know pause for a second about like you know it's like to to manifest that land and like all that kind of stuff and, and then to just manifest a house and yeah uh, just immediately afterwards. I, I mean, it might be. I don't know. I don't want to say you're getting on. It, it might be on the greedy side, but it's like, you know, manifestations, these things we've talked about it in the past where, you know, we, we can't just expect you know, you know, immediately to have results. I mean, you well, do, you do have some immediate big things happen for you. Sarah somewhat regularly. even told me, yeah, Sarah even told me, she was telling me, um, that she never saw anybody manifest the way I manifest. And I was like, thank you. She actually asked me to help manifest something for her recently. And I was over the moon flattered. Well, with great um, power comes great responsibility. It's true. And here's the deal that I'm making with, um, with, I, I mean, I, I don't feel like I can ask Hakate anything yet. I have to, that she's a big one and I gotta, I gotta work up to that and earn it and build this altar first. But here's the deal I'm making with her and the universe. I, and she's, she's a protector of, uh, she, she loves dogs primarily her favorite are black animals. She, she's big into all animals, but me too. Um, and I want to do a three bedroom. Um, really don't want to have this baby that I'm supposed to have really don't want to do that. Instead, uh, the deal I'm trying to make is something I've always wanted to do. I want to foster LGBTQ plus kids, teenagers who, um, who are basically orphans or taken away from their parents. I want to be like the bridge from childhood to adulthood, help them get scholarships, have them come live with me, like just a, a freaking endless cycle of these kids, these like special magical people and um, see them through the high school years. Like, and I know that this, like, I know this is not going to be easy if I can actually do this. I want to use one of my spare rooms to keep um, the children who nobody wants. They're not cute. They're they're in their awkward phase. They're not babies. But where do these kids go? Like we've got such a problem, and that's like that's such a, a tender age. But so here's my deal with the universe. Help me get this house built. The Fae are for sure working on this because that crazy magnificent garden in the back, they keep showing me this and what they want me to do. And I'm like, oh, this is the Fae. And the Fae can help with magic. So I keep telling the them. The Fae are the no. kids in the backseat. Like, are we there yet? Are we there yeah. yet? Are we yeah, there yet? they are. Yeah, they are. So with them, I'm making the deal for the garden. I also think I can put a tiny pool up there. I got to see. We'll see. There's not a lot of space, but it's a little house. So we'll see. A little long house. Um, 
But the the deal is, Faye, work with me. You get this magnificent garden, all yours. I'll put crazy shit in it. I'm, I also want to put like a little waterfall fountain back there, which they love. Um, and then with Hakate, I will always be fostering animals. I will always have kittens or dogs. I will always have somebody who needs to be rehomed. And then just universe. I, I don't really want to have a baby. I don't want to, I don't want to do that with my body. Really don't want to do that. Um, I will see how I feel next year. I hope not. But, um, I want to foster these kids and I'm sure this is fostering pets is one thing. Fostering children is something very different, but I have wanted to do this for a long time. The night of the election, I'm sure everybody has a story when it was obvious that, it was not going to be uh, the best person for the job. Um, I first started Googling because I was in Utah. I first started Googling real estate in Los Angeles, uh, primarily Eagle Rock, which was my my midnight jam. I was always Googling land in Eagle Rock. And then I started Googling. I was like, well, the world sucks. I got to do something. And I started Googling, how do I become a foster parent? But they don't let you do it if you run a house. So I got to build the house. Got to have a special safe space for these people who are going to come through and a different room slash office for the pets. And I am all about it. Bring them on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're going to get it if, if, if that's what like your all signs are pointing towards you working on that. Yeah. The, you know, the pool, you know, having a pool is <laughs> the most like important part. <laughs> I mean, I'd love that's it if you had a pool. pool. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. No, but it's like it really pool. drives up your like insurance and all that. Well, I mean, people could now die in your pool. I'll put um, a around it. I don't need. Yeah, but I mean, but hey, I'd pool. love it if you had a pool. I'm right? saying go for it. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not the one paying the insurance on it on, no. the, on the property well, or the property taxes. Building, but my property was so cheap because that whole thing was a freaking manifestation miracle. My property tax and my house will, I'm, I think I found my architect. We'll see if anybody knows any good tiny house architects who, um, can do like a mid century design on a hill, please reach out. I am struggling with this. Um, but I, the, the house I want to build is fairly inexpensive. You could never buy a house for the price that I have found somebody who will build this for. I think. Um, but so my property tax will actually be kind of low. So if I get a pool and then I have to pay insurance on that, oh, well, that will maybe be the equalizer. And also keep in mind, I've never owned a home with a pool. I've just been told this by people who had a pool. So I could I, be getting some of the nomenclature incorrect. My but. brother keeps telling me it's not worth it. Don't get a pool. But Maybe he's just competitive and he wants to be the only one with a pool. I don't know, Libra. Oh, does he know. have a pool? He has a fucking amazing house, Ryan. That's why. Oh, that's I, right. I that's right. Florida. That's why I want like, well, there's so much we can do. Cash your, your pool will be filled with water, though. Is that yeah. correct? But I will uh, eat in it to mark my. <laughs> no. I just imagine like this pool. You like you go, like, oh, you dyed your pool red oh, for for. Halloween, I put, no. I it's, put it's, a protection spell on it big time so no one can pee in it because I don't swim in public places because I don't want to swim in fucking pee. I can get really drunk and swim at a public place, but it's hard. It's not easy. I am so grossed out by um, what people do in water. And yeah, I, mean, I don't do it. People are going to pee in a pool. There's just no way yeah, around it. That's why you have chlorine in there, I guess. No, because it's salt water, so nobody can pee in it. I also had a rule that so you're no one... you have a salt water pool. Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, absolutely. Because, um, it's better for your skin. And, um, I think the Faye will be into this as well. I'm okay, into so, so you're going to have a giant oh. Epsom salt bath in your backyard. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's that sounds cool. We'll that all be very cool. buoyant in it. No diving board, I'm guessing. No, it'll just be like a a fun wading, splashing, very natural, like rocks, you know, maybe a little cascading waterfall. It will be small, but I was looking into it and I I think I can pull it off. I probably can't do it when I build the house, but down the road, oh my God. And you know what else I want, Ryan? I want a rose quartz or amethyst bathtub. Those, Those things are expensive as right now. Seventeen thousand dollars. I can't. What the fuck? That. What? That's fucking crazy, right? But people, this is catching on, so people are going to start making them for cheap. Well, you got to be careful there. You got to oh, be careful. Oh yeah, I don't want like, bad. You know, I don't want bad energy. Yeah. You don't want yeah. all that uh, that bad energy associated with like rocks that are just well, lifted from somewhere. I, but yes, I don't need one that's like a huge um, unbroken piece of amethyst or rose quartz. I don't mind one that's like a bunch all you know cobbled together. together. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm that down. would be really cool. I mean, I'm, I mean, that would be like intensely cool. There's this place called the house of intuition. You, you, Sarah did a little thing it. there. Uh, what what's that? The house of Are, intuition is right over here where I well, live. No, the, the one that we went to the full moon comedy show where Sarah was doing a presentation thing. Oh. Or like she was part of it. The one in Hollywood. And, yeah. um, their bathroom, they had a bunch of stones and everything kind of lined up in their bathrooms there. It's really cool. But like, let's say someone is like curious on like, okay, well, I'm going to be collecting my blood. Yes. And, okay. Um, and if you're a man, you know, I would just suggest if you really want to try to get into blood magic, which I've never really been drawn to, I, I'm not trying to do these bad puns. And, <laughs> but the, you know, the idea is maybe just, you know, prick your finger or something like that. Like you would get an allergy test or something like that. You 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 don't need you don't very much. You don't dick. need much at all when it comes to blood magic. No, from my no, you understanding. Don't. You just need um, a drop. even. Well, and I would say, yeah, I mean, I like if, if you're because I think that our intuition leads us to the magic that's that works best for us. You know, like you are drawn to things for because it's going to be the most powerful thing you can do. Um, but for guys, urine, and I know that like I'm the pee freak who wants to pee on everything. I did pee in my jar that had has blood in it as well. So, um, but what I did when, the, and a man can absolutely put some of his own blood in it, but your fingernails, your hair, um, I put the, I put some cat claws in it that I found because my protection jar is to protect all my number ones. Ryan, if you'd been here, I would have put your hair in my protection jar. I made Brandy cut off a lock to put in it and I cut the hair of every animal. I've got so much hair right now. I would gladly give you some of it. You could fill a whole jar. I'll do just a separate jar of just your hair and urine and bury that. It'll be great. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait for somebody to find that. That's a good friend. That is a good friend. Give me a jar of your hair and urine. Yes, um, well, it was funny too. Cause, um, I really would have put some of your hair in it if you'd been here. Cause it's like you and I work together. Um, Brandy and I work together and the point of a protection jar. And this was my intent. Anybody who throws shade or talk shit or tries to take me down there, that energy is going to come for me and it's going to hit some of the weird shit I put in this protection jar. This was crazy. Um, I needed shards of glass and I was like, I am not going to break something to create. I don't like, I don't like destruction for, you know, like for magic. I wasn't going to sacrifice anything. I was like, if I break something great, then it's a sign. I'll put the shards of glass in, but the shards of glass reflect the energy back. And, um, the windowsill in this apartment got really gross and it had, I mean, this is really gross. It had cat food in it. 
I didn't get the cat food in. Somebody was cat sitting, dumped cat food in it, not me. And um, I was cleaning it up and it was like, it was in the sun. So it smelled like rotting meat. It was so fucking gross. And um, I'm, I'm like bleaching it. I'm going crazy. And under all this cat food is a giant shard of glass. And it was like the day I needed to finish my jar. So I cleaned this shard of glass and I was like, well, that was freaking perfect. Thanks for the rotting cat food in my windowsill, cat sitter. Um, but the other thing you want to put like, um, they rusty nails are good and you can rust a nail if you don't have one. I actually had something that was pretty perfect for this, um, set aside. And then it's like, whatever else you want, like you can read, you can read about different herbs and flowers and things and the purpose, like the things that resonate with you, the things you want to be most guarded from, but the, the, you put them in the jar. You, you, I'm into writing my own stuff. You can write your own weird little spells and make them rhyme. And then you can even put that in there. You can put some fucking menstrual, rub it on your vagina, then put it in there. I'm totally serious. Even if you don't have your period, your vagina is a powerful, it's a source of power. Um, so then the idea is the intention is if anybody sends any bad stuff your way, it's going to hit that jar. And I'm, I'm burying mine near my home, very near my home, actually. Um, and it's going to hit that jar. It's going to bounce off that jar. It's going to go right back to them and they are going to feel it. So I buried my protection or I am, I'm still working some stuff with it. I just had a, I had a very strong sense that like, it's, it's under my bed. I'm like still working some stuff with it. And, um, I think, I think it's part of the reason that I'm I, like, I ended up on the Meridian last night. I had one foot in the other world and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, how did I get here? And I think it's this manifestation and this weird magic I've been working under the moon, but I am burying this jar close to my home. Anybody who sends any bad stuff my way, like they want to just think some bad thoughts, talk some trash to a friend or to, I, I mean, if they want to talk trash on me, it's going to come at me because when you do talk stuff about people, not only are you lowering your own frequency, like lowering your own vibration, but you're sending damage their way. Talking shit, there's venting for sure. And, and this is, I'm always, I'm an advocate of having like the person you vent to maybe just pick one person like your best friend. And that's the person that you talk your shit to. And it should be constructive. But when you talk shit about people, you are doing harm. The, the sticks and stones. Yeah, it's not going to break bones, but you're harming them and you're harming yourself. So when that shit comes at me, it's going to bounce off this jar. It's going to go back to the person who said it or wrote it or did it even like anybody trying to work bad magic on me and it's going to strike them. The damage that they try to do to you when you have a protection jar bounces off those sharp objects you put in there and goes right back to the source. A protection jar full of menstrual blood is like, I, I got to tell you too, the, the last day I had like the serial killer vibe where I was just, and it's, mine's a tiny jar. It's, I get these really great little jars from Target it's a small jar, but man, a lot of blood came out of me. And I was so proud. <laughs> I, I really felt kind of crazy. Like, like, give me an estimate on the ounces of the jar size, not the blood. Uh, the, jar, the jar is like maybe, a four ounce jar. Yeah, something. I'd say four ounces. And yeah, not, a, not not even halfway full, but a lot of really. Okay. Also, um, women who uh, pay attention to this stuff, 
my blood used to be, <laughs> let's just go here. It used to be brown because I had low progesterone. And now I'm rubbing progesterone cream into my wrists. Just, you shouldn't do this all the time. It's like certain days of the month and anybody into this. I had the best fucking period of my life. I was super out of it. And I watched a lot of TV and I hunkered down and just manifested the whole time. Well, I watched a lot of TV. I watched, um, I watched, I watched Los Spookies. So fun. Um, Los Spookies. That's what it's called. And, um, just like the basic stuff, really. Um, Chernobyl, eh, eh, not great. Um, but then I didn't have any cramps and my boots. You just got to hope Chernobyl doesn't have a protection jar. <laughs> That's coming good. right back at you. <laughs> it's you know it's beautiful. It's just so sad, and you're just like human race. Why? Why are we horrible? We aren't. We are fine. We're good people. And it, and so are listeners. If you're into this, you're obviously not into radiating a bunch of people and just tricking them into thinking they'll be fine. Um, Although but, uh, I'll tell you what, like you know, there's these moments, and I think we've talked about it before, where you have these moments where things happen in your life, and you're like, "Oh, this is the origin story for me turning into a fucking bat, like the villain." Yeah. Yes. And like, especially once you're equipped with like magical tools, which can now be weaponry. Um, oh you know, yeah. No one ever, I don't think, no one ever starts out thinking, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be an evil witch, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like that's not like any young person or child's goal is to be like the source of darkness to a bunch no, of people. No, no, no. I was going to tell you too, when you were talking about that artist, um, I actually saw this um, art show back in Manhattan a long time ago. This guy was some kind of reverend. But he was also a Satanist, which we know now are not really – that doesn't mean you're doing anything bad. Some Satanists are kind of like Buddhists. Most of them these days are. Um, but he had – he painted all these weird little – like I think, I think there were plates. But he painted with his semen and the menstrual blood of many women he was having sex with. And – I went with a friend and we, and she's she's like mega goth witch and and we went because it was this weird thing we could go do, but standing between them like when they're when they were hanging on opposite sides and you're standing between them, I felt a lot of power and I it was it was it wasn't it didn't feel good it did feel a little like uh, he had created this stuff to kind of make himself more powerful in this Ooh. in a, in maybe a negative way. Tell me yeah. more. It was no, uh, really wild, but he used like, the power of these women and I'm, I'm sure they were doing rituals with it too. Yeah. I mean, I can just imagine like, you know, there is a, there is a part of my man brain that's like, oh, okay, so I just need to have, okay, so I need to figure this out. I can have, I get to have sex with a bunch of women and I just have to get their <laughs> menstrual blood. I mean, right but, there, you're winning, you know? Right. And so like, that's the mind of like the evil, the, the evil like warlock or, you know, witch who was like, okay, I'll collect all these pieces from people. I'll, t you know, like that's like when I think when the mat, the creepier side of magic for me is when like people are, you know, when you're taking things from people like their hair or their semen or their, uh, you know, we've talked about this before cause you've, <laughs> cause you've got some <laughs> stories about that that you've told in the past, but it's like, <laughs> And like to not even realize that you're not like now you're worried about like, oh, shit, like I can be bound or I can, yeah. I can, I can have this because the when it comes to the period blood and menstruation, it's like 
the this is like the most amplified of all of the natural sources of magical materials that someone can make uh, to use in their practice. Uh, you know, period blood is like it's the top of the list. It is. It is. And the fact that it's like the death of something that creates life. I mean, it's a it's like the cyclical crazy, crazy thing. Even, you know, even women who maybe have fertility issues or, or you know, wh- whatever the, the stuff that you feel about it is, this is still a very strong thing inside of us. And it's funny too, because you have for centuries, we've had people trying to tell us like even in France, um, a woman isn't supposed to stir mayonnaise when she's making mayonnaise because it'll make the, it, the sauce split. They're not supposed to, um, do anything when they're, when they're like handle meat when they're menstruating or make cider. And it's like saying that you're, cause menstrual blood is the essence of femininity. And it's as if they're saying like, Oh, all that femininity is going to fuck up this food when at least like the Cherokees and different groups who, <clears throat> I mean, let's face it, like Cherokees blow the French out of the water with spiritual stuff and work, but they're, they're seeing the other side of that. And it's kind of like what you talked about a long time ago with Catholicism and how they tell everybody sex is bad because they know that there's power in it and they want the, they want the church to be the powerful thing. It's just like that period blood is bad. I mean, anybody who ever saw the vagina monologues, which I saw it after I'd already had plenty sexual awakening. Thank you. So like masturbating with a hand mirror, um, squirting all over a car seat, the things that are so shocking in the vagina monologues, I was like, did it done it over. But, um, even that was like it came at a time when women really needed it. I think I've yeah I've, because let's be let's I mean you may have been an outlier for your time in certain yes. regards. Um, so yeah, it was definitely I think something that was you know pushing the boundaries for you know for a lot of for a lot of people at the time when it's it true. first when it first came out. Yeah. Yes, and I, I I still think it's very, very important. And there's no other way that we would have ever seen Glenn Close scream the word cunt over and over if it weren't for the vagina monologues, which I saw her do live. I mean, that was real fucking weird. <laughs> but it's art and it was fun. I think more people should scream cunt. I um so this was I don't know if I've ever talked about this screaming in my truck when I'm on the freeway. Um, cause nobody can hear you. I have been doing this and what was crazy, I just started doing it kind of recently. Um, not, not because I, I don't know, like I'm not enraged when I do it, but then I feel lots of things leave my body. Um, but then Sarah, right after I started doing it, she was like, Oh, by the way, you're supposed to be screaming in your car. And I was like already on it. Every time she tells me like, you're supposed to be dancing. I'm like, I am like, it's, but it's, it's great that, that she got the message and then therefore it's confirmation. Um, but I do have Ryan, as you know, cause I sent you pictures. I have a very important John Hamm update. Well, before we get to that, because we're at that time, I know we're so. I mean, do you want to save that for next for the next one? No, I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I would ask that question. Like that. What, okay, like, so, like as if I'm meeting you for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I, I have. Yeah. Do we not know each other at this point? So 
Fourth of July, I went to a party and everybody kept trying to tell me that John Ham's house was next door. And I was like, no, that's not his house. Like, trust me, I'm aware of where he uh, sleeps at night. And um, this was Fourth of July. So this was a couple weeks ago. And um, I was with actually the woman who was 69ing with my partner that I didn't know was doing that with everybody else. And um, we went to this party together. So that felt kind of uh, empowering. And um she drove me to John Ham's house and it's 4th of July. Fireworks are going off. It's at the end of this cul-de-sac. Nobody was up there. None of the rich people were home. They were all somewhere else. Everybody left. This was the perfect timing to do this. And she even walked right up to the house with me and I peed behind his recycling bin. And after I peed, while I was peeing, I had a vision of his ex leaving the house. And I was like, "Uh Oh, I wonder what that means. Then I, I, I kind of like, cause I'm talking to plants now. I just snapped one of the succulents and took it and it broke in two places. And I gave one of them to my friend who drove me. I take the plant, <laughs> I give her one and I bring it home. And with succulents, you want to dry them out on a windowsill, basically like they got to dry out before you replant them. This thing grew it bloomed in two days, a whole stock with what will be flowers, I think came out of it. But then Ryan, a friend of a friend is best friends with someone who I may have had a vision of leaving that house. So I got some fucking dirt on John Ham, and I'm not, you know, it's, without giving the details of the yes. dirt. You can yeah. say definitively at this point, almost right, that what that it is a no go. The John Ham. I am manifesting that John Ham big dick energy, but I am I am looking for something different than what I heard about. And granted, this is hearsay, I, guys. But if, John like, Ham has not become the evolved person that he we, might only be a led to he might not be he, a 22 yeah yeah and at the same time i don't know because i i i don't believe everything i hear i don't but i'm open to this being true and let's just say that one of our favorite psychics took a look at what bloomed from this plant and was like no not john ham but john ham is a gemini who didn't uh, break down his number and go to four and is an actual 22? Yes, please. Yes. And a dog daddy, as previously mentioned? Yes. No more cat daddies. No more cat daddies. Okay, so we have peed on John Ham's property. I mean, yep. quote unquote, if anyone's listening, peed in quotes. This is all for entertainment purposes only, this whole yeah, podcast. This is, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> for, for any legal teams putting a case together, this is probably scripted. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, cool. Well, um, oh, I totally forgot to tell you about how a medium came up to me after my show the other night. I'll tell you about what? that later. Oh, man. Um, and started telling me stuff. I'm going to make a note. For when I was in Cincinnati. Recording. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And then I did a show in Nashville with a medium that I had set up in advance to where the medium was performing on the show with uh, with me and a couple of the other comedians and then like did a, you know, a session. But I, we can talk about that later uh, in a future episode. Um, the uh, I think the, you know, the idea of the protection jar was a great like magic moment for everybody on this one. Yes. Big um, mag bigger magic moment than usual. Yeah. And I'd like to... Um, when I get home, I'm traveling still, and I will be for the most part until mid 
delay June, but I'm going definitely be doing, you know, one of those great jars, which, um, you know, with the candle burning on top and all this other kind yep. of stuff and, and be taking, and we'll be taking, uh, I'll be taking a, I don't know what kind of carrying device, some kind of satchel or something where I'll be taking everyone to the water, um, that has been, uh, leaving five star reviews for us and writing a review. Oh, I love that. Well, I still so, have this really great jar that they go in that um, I manifested the, I don't know what. Hey, you want a house on a hill with a pool, saltwater pool and some fairies? I'll put you in this jar. <laughs> hell yeah. You know what I'm just now realizing? I'm maybe not I'm supposed bleed to bleed on them. Maybe I was supposed to have a beach house this whole time instead of a mountain <gasps> house. Ryan, that makes so much more sense for a cancer. Hmm. Yeah, because the mountain house is gone. Like yeah. that idea is still kind of like gone with the wind, but like maybe it's a beach house. Although the idea of a tidal wave and the apocalypse, you know, you kind of want to be somewhere Don't on worry. high ground. It's, that's why you want to be on high ground in a mountain. That's why I'm in Eagle Rock. Cause that's basically oceanfront property. As Brandy says, when the apocalypse <laughs> strikes, when all of LA falls into the ocean, Brandy and I are going to have and everything. It is a property. little bit scary. And you know, I had this crazy dream last night about, um, natural disasters and um it was like terrifying but um uh-huh. we can talk about all that stuff uh you know on the next episode um so thank you for listening you can uh, this is where the magic happens.com where magic happens on instagram you can find angela on at lovelable i am at rising r-y-s-i-n-g on instagram and twitter we're we're in all those places we've got the you know, the, the Facebook group that is very active, which is really cool. Um, we've got the, um, there might even be a, well, I don't even know if I should say it. What? Because then it's not a oh, secret anymore. Oh, secret anyway. Facebook group. There might even be a secret thing happening. So, um, which is, you know, really, really active, which is fun. Yeah, and, it's really um, fun. Also, yeah. what like you'll be at Facebook Midsummer Scream uh, coming oh, up. Yeah, Are you doing the live Scream. podcast? I don't think we're recording it for a podcast. It's a witch's panel that Renee's hosting. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And okay, then that cool. night, I thought you guys were going to do a podcast with Sarah at some point. Oh, but no. We tried, that, but they were all, they'd already booked up everybody. But Sarah's in town soon. I think when you're yeah. home. I'm, I'm yeah, I'll be home for, uh, like, I'll be home for a few days. Uh, real Yay. quick. And, um, and then, uh, Oh, by the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to this the day come out, I will be in Morgantown, West Virginia doing a show. Um, I don't know. Go to – we'll post it on the Instagram because I cannot remember. The, I know it's a, at a brewery somewhere. It's a really cool little spot. Um, it should be a really fun show. Um, uh, I know – uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun night. So, um, if you're in anywhere close to Morgantown, I've got a couple of the stickers left. Uh, so thank Yay! you to all the people who have been coming out to the stand-up comedy shows I've been doing. Uh, they've been a ton of fun and I can honestly say that my stand-up comedy has never been weirder. So, um, <laughs> if you're into that, you should come on out. Um, but this has been a ton of fun. So thanks for listening. You know, get that blood collected. Yeah. And, um, you know, and be the envy of all the the male witches of the world. Yeah, uh, go pee and bleed in some jars. Or just, uh, if you're a dude, just eat some beets. Or on a celebrity's property. <laughs> <laughs> this shit <Yeah>. is real. <laughs>